1: My name is Stacy Jane Clark, and I am a member of Vasavi's 12-week Say It Out Loud program. She has been so gracious to allow us the opportunity, if we wanted, to be a guest host. So that's why I'm here today. By trade, I am a practitioner of acupuncture, energy healing, and craniosacral therapy. I also do Chinese herbalism. So my whole life revolves around... Healing and transformation. It's I don't consider it a job or a career. It's it's my vocation and it's who I am. And all, basically all of my time spent outside of work, that's that's passion, is exploring personal growth and transformation. I, I get excited every time I take a class, every time I read a book. I a little Freudian slip there. I am working on a book also, but that's that's for a whole other story. Anyway, what I'd like to talk about today is. Something that I feel like is so important, and I've been working on a lot lately and encouraging my clients or supporting them in this process too, and that is on this idea of personal empowerment and taking personal responsibility and ownership for your own life, like being the captain of your own ship because each of us is just that. Um, Most of us have been conditioned to place our power in the hands of everyone and everything except ourselves. And we don't even realize what we're doing. We talk a lot about self love and empowerment all the time, like, oh, a spa day, you know, get a massage, get a, you know, and, or, or like, I'm gonna love myself and I'm gonna be good to myself. And, and, and we, we give that a lot of lip service, but then we still stay stuck and we're, we're, we're in our own garbage going, like, how do I get out of this? People talk about love or faith or, you know, all these different, really abstract things, but like, how, how does that look when we put it into to practical application? What are some action steps? And so I'm, I'm in recovery, I'll share that, um, and I think that's one of the things that 12-step programs do so powerfully, is they give people 12 action steps, like do this thing and watch your life change, and for so many people, it changes their whole life. So things that seem like small and trivial are, are not small and trivial because when we, when we clean energetic house, when we clean the house inside of our head um, and we take action, w- we create a whole new, a whole new pattern, a whole, whole new life. So in recovery, we talk a lot about, um, you know, you can't get out of a problem with the same thinking that got you in there, right? Like lots of people, not just recovery, talk about things like that. So there's this idea that we need to act our way into right thinking. And I am a big proponent of that. But then again, what does that look like? We need a map, right? And so that's one thing I've been finding wonderful about the Say It Out Loud program is when you say things out loud and look at the way you're talking to yourself, you see, oh, like the way we talk to ourselves makes a huge difference. And, and that has been really profound. Like I do, I'm on a lot of healing tables. I'm giving a lot of healing work too. And you know, when I started talking to myself out loud, it, it, it changed things even more. So back to the sort of original topic here. So most of us live our lives or have been conditioned by family society to live in basically like this victim stance. We go through life like oh, well, this happened to me, or oh, I got sick, or I lost my job, or this person hurt my feelings, or they left me and my heart's broken. Even look at movies and the themes. Oh, my God, someone's broken my heart, da-da-da-da-da. And the actual fact, it's, it's, it's a hard fact to swallow when you first hear it because it sounds sort of harsh, but is that there's one person in this world responsible for my feelings, and that's me. And everyone else is responsible for their feelings. It is, it is not on me if somebody is feeling bummed out about something that I did. That is not to say I want to move through this world creating harm, because of course I do not. But if I take ownership of the fact that the choices I make, the thoughts I'm thinking, the actions I take on those thoughts or or intuitive hits is going to create my life and... How I show up for myself and other people around me. So I like this idea of ownership. You know, in the program, it would look kind of like, you know, taking an inventory. But in every situation, I like to look and say, what did I do to create this situation? What was my part? How did I help make this thing that's here now? Whether that be, oh, my relationship, or, you know, it it turned out bad, or I ended up in this really icky codependent pattern. How did that happen? Da da da. Or, you know, if somebody gets a, a devastating illness or something, you know, a lot of times we just think, oh, well, it just happened, you know, but nothing just happens, right? We always play a role. If it's happening in our lives, we are playing a part. And so the reason we look at what was my part in creating the situation is not to shame and guilt and say, oh, well, I was bad or I was wrong. no. It's not about that, it's about empowerment. If I look and say, okay, I created this situation, or I played a part in creating this situation, then I can create my way out of it. I can create something new. And so to me, looking at my part in everything, in my own illnesses, in my relationships, when things aren't feeling great or going, or or seem to be going well, if I look at my part, and then I can say, oh, I've been doing this. And then I say, what would it look like if I made a different choice? What would that action look like if I did something different? And so I love that idea of owning my part and getting really honest with myself. Um, because if I'm lying to myself, then I'm going to be, by default, lying to everyone else around me. If I'm holding myself in a situation where I don't really wanna be, then not only am I I'm hurting me, but I'm going to end up hurting other people, too, because I'm not, I'm not being clear and honest. And so that sort of honesty and, and honesty then leads to another thing, another theme, which is really getting to know who I am and what I really want when I peel away all the layers of conditioning, because so much of what we think we are and who we are and how we are and what we want and what we like is what we've been conditioned that we should like or that we should be. And, and so as we're stripping that away, one of the jobs that I have for myself, and I, the reason I sp- I'm speaking in terms of me is because I, I'm not anyone else and so I can't speak for anyone else. So I like to just speak in my own, from my own perspective because that's the only person I'm the authority on, right? So I really need to listen to that intuitive voice, to that authentic self that has probably, in most people, for me at least, been very shut down most of my life, right? I know as an example, when I was young, anytime I went to do something, I was given a correction or a criticism or or mom would step in the way and, and not even let me do the thing. And so I was really stifled I wasn't really allowed to be my own person. Well now, at a certain point though, I, I I'm I'm gonna release mom from that situation because Yes, sure, she might have started it, but you know, she has her own patterns and you know, but as a child, we don't understand where someone's coming from. They usually have a good intention. Sometimes they don't, but either way, we can remove them from that equation as we get older and we we have the capacity to take care of ourselves. And so then the thing to look at is, oh my gosh. So maybe she did that to me to teach me that pattern. But then the rest of my life, I've been doing this pattern to me of saying like, you're not good enough or you're not worthy or anything you do isn't going to be any good, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, we create a whole cascade of, you know, survival mechanisms and and behavioral patterns and archetypes that we adopt to, um, so that we don't have to feel those things. And that often looks like overcompensating, but that's, that's a whole nother topic. So, so then when I get to a point in my life where I say, okay, right. So I've been abusing myself for a long time. I've been undermining myself for a long time. So then now what? Now what do I do? I have this part of myself that really wants to, like, knows who she is and knows what she's capable of, but has been shut down. And so she's almost afraid to come out and talk because, like, I'm going to be mean to her, right? Because I always have been. And so so she's hesitant and she doesn't want to trust me. And so then... I have to look and say, well, how can I develop this trust within myself? How can I take proper care of myself? What does that look like? And I've been doing a lot of it since this class, since I began this class. And what it's been looking like for me is I, every day when I wake up, I started picturing or visualizing like, like I had taken in an abused person, right? Cause for all practical purposes, I have, but I was my own abuser. So, now that the, the proper inner parent or the proper inner authority has the helm, so to speak, I'm telling that part of myself, I'm here for you and you don't have to be afraid anymore. I'm not going to let anyone hurt you. And so every day when I get up, I, I look at that, myself from that sort of removed angle and I say, okay, how are you doing? What do you need from me today? I know, I know you've been through a lot. What do you need? And sometimes I have to say, okay, well, we do, you know, she might say, oh, I'm tired. I'm saying, okay, I I hear you. We do have to go do this many hours of work, but when we're done, what can I do for you? Can I take you out for dinner? Can I cook you something nice? Can I, what can I do? And then throughout the day, I check in with myself at work. That might not be out loud because I have clients there, but I'm constantly checking in saying, hey, I'm noticing something on the radar here. Are you not feeling quite right about this, that, the other? What do we need to do about it? And then the next important thing is when I hear the response, then I need to follow through with the action. So if I told my if, if that part of me said, Yeah, I would like you to take me out to dinner, then I need to follow through. I can't I can't just say, Yeah, we're gonna do that, and then be like, oh sorry, something came up. No, no, no. I need to show myself that I'm showing up. And so In this sort of showing up for myself and caring for myself and really caring about, and that that can look like, oh, if I'm around another person and it doesn't feel good, I don't have to stay there. And I made a vow to myself that I am done holding myself in situations that don't feel good. If I'm with a person that doesn't feel good, I don't need to stay there. Unless, there is one exception, unless they are a client and they are paying me to do this work with them. That's, that's a different story. But the people I let into my close circle, I've made a vow that never again will I allow people in my close circle who do not feel like they are, I guess, owning their own selves, right? If I, because if I have, if I'm in ownership of my own feelings and really making sure that I am well nurtured and well taken care of and well loved, By me, by my connection with source energy or God or universe, whatever you want to call that. If I have that connection and I'm taking really good care of myself, then I'm not going to be putting that onto anyone else. I'm not putting that burden, energetic burden onto anyone else. I am not waiting for someone else to come and make my life better because I'm already doing that. And so then all of my relationships are going to be much better because... I'm going to be showing up as an empowered individual who can then authentically really have space to be curious and to love that other person, right? But if I get a sense that they are needing something from me that's you know, if they if they're leaning into me for their own emotional validation, then and I start feeling that then I need to identify it. I need to say something. And if there's not a change, I need to walk away. And maybe that's not going to be everyone's choice, but that is my choice. And I've been doing that more and more lately. I even, um, about a week or so ago, I, I did that with my mother. And you know, I'm sure I'm sure some of the world would look at me and you know say like, oh well, you know, that's it's family. How can you do that? Uh, Are you heartless and cruel? And you know, I might be all of those things, but all I know is that I've never felt better and I've never felt more free. And the fact is my mother or anyone in my life has the same capacity that I do to do the inner work, to take good care of herself and her emotions so that she can be okay no matter what I'm doing or not doing right. I'm not somebody's emotional support puppy, right? And I, and I don't want to be one. And I don't want to use people in my life as my emotional support creatures either. And, and when I have a, I my cat passed away, God bless him. But when I get my next pet, I'm not going to put my emotional support on that animal either. You know, like I'm going to love that animal and we're going to be companions at equals, right? We're going to be partners because that feels much better to me. Um what else? Oh, I could go on for days, but um I think I think probably y'all don't want to listen to a super long podcast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get close to wrapping this up. But again, so the main main points is let's release ourselves from being victims, and instead of feeling like we're at the mercy of the world. Let's, let's take responsibility for the, the choices that we make. And of course, I can't control you know, what the weather's gonna do. I can't control how the person's gonna behave or act, right? Like, so I'm not saying we're, we're not in control of all the things, but we are in control of how we respond. And so I think the, other, the last thing I wanna toss in that I feel like is really, really important Is that anything that happens, like we never as humans have the bigger perspective. I I don't have a God's eye view, right? And so I believe that everything that happens is a helper. And, And that includes crisis. That includes illness. And at some time that's going to include death, right? Because those are the things that help us when we are stuck. And it helps us make the changes that we need to make, because it breaks the pattern, right? And so anything that shows up, if I'm always viewing it as a helper, like the only time I ever get upset about anything, really, is when something doesn't turn out the way I thought it should. So the issue is not what reality is doing. The issue is the idea, the, the story, the narrative I painted around it, right? So the issue, again, reality is never the problem. The story I wrote about it is the problem, and I can rewrite a new story. So again, we have much more power than we give ourselves credit for, so let's stand in it. All right, guys, thank you for letting me sit on this podcast. I am so grateful for everyone who's listening. I'm so grateful for Vasavi. She is a super empowered woman, and I am so grateful that, uh, to know her. Have a great day.
0: If you love today's episode then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.